Yeah, let's do this shit. And I swear to fucking God, I swear to fucking God. Swear to me! Sorry, I couldn't help myself. How's it going, all you lovely little weirdos? I am Global Outcast, and my lovely co-host is the one and only... The Anime Shogun. And today, we are talking about the sequel to the this legendary uh, trilogy, which is The Two Towers. He can't fucking even speak still right now. Nope. No, I cannot. <laughs> Alright. As much as you annoy me. Um... So, let's start. Favorite scene. Ooh. Favorite scene would either have to be when they meet the riders of... I think, I think they're called the riders of Rohan. Yep, they're also known as the Rohirrim. Or when Legless is sliding down the uh, staircase during the big battle uh, on, on the shield. Uh, One of yep. those two scenes. One of those two scenes is by far my favorite. Yeah, when he slides down on the orc shield. Yep, that by far is the badass is a badass moment. Or no, sorry. Or the third moment is when they have to give the king some time, and Gimli looks looks over and he goes, "You're gonna have to toss me. Don't tell the elf. I can't make the jump. You're gonna have to throw me." <laughs> yeah. I remember that scene. What's yours? Um, I don't know. One of my favorite ones is when, I mean, I don't, for me, the biggest one I think I liked the most was essentially when they got to, uh, Alms Deep. Oh, yeah. And that whole fight scene to me was just, it was majestic. It really was. Oh. Like it, it was just majestic for me, but yeah. that's just me. Do you want to do the fun fact, or shall I do the fun fact? I feel like you're going to annoy me if you don't do the fun fact, so go ahead and do the damn fun fact. Fun First fun fact of this film, um, the Aragorn, Vigo Mortensen, I think is how you pronounce his name? Yep, Vigo Mortensen. Broke his toe when he kicked the helmet when he first thought the uh, uh, hobbits were dead. In that scene, he broke his toe. It's a common fun fact that everybody everybody who's know who watches the Lord of the Rings movies knows. But still a fun fact to talk about. And to continue on that, they continued shooting the scene while his foot was broken. Yeah. Yeah. Little food for thought. Yep. Uh but yeah, the whole Helm's Deep was like my favorite. Hel the entire Helm's Deep battle, especially when the uh, elves came, was amazing. Because when, when they're talking in the armory, and all of a sudden Legolas looks over and goes, that's not orc horns. That is no mere orc horn, yes. And, yeah, he's just... The elves show up, and they're in the... Oh, that was just so beautiful. Especially when Aragorn charges down with the elves. Right. So beautiful. And I told, and I totally forgot that uh, we are. You and I already talked about this earlier, but I totally forgot that Carl Urban was in this movie, because it's been forever since I watched it. Yeah, he is Aelmer, if I believe the word is correct. His name is Aelmer. 
Yeah, I think he got kicked out by... Grima Wormtongue. Yeah, Grima Wormtongue when he was uh, helping Saruman take control of that place. And he ended up failing miserably. After Gandalf the White showed up. Yeah, that was another part that I like. He wears his gray cloak making people think that he actually was still Gandalf the Grey. But instead he turned out to be Gandalf the White. Yeah. I love the... T oh, another good scene is when the uh, Merry and Pippin are with Treebeard and all them. And they're, uh, I think it was Pippin that was drinking the, tree, the water and whatnot. He was growing and slowly talking tree. Yeah, so funny story about that. That was not in the original movie. Huh. If you watch the uh, director's or the extended version. Which, the only good, the only proper way to watch it. Right, but anyway, if you watch the extended version, in the extended version, that's where you see him actually growing. Yeah. Because you see him growing and he's talking. And they're like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, he did, because he goes 3-7. 3-8. Yeah, because Mary couldn't, uh, couldn't believe it. Yeah. I liked how Pippin got Treebeard to join the battle. So it wasn't actually him who got him to kind of join that battle. What do you mean? If you really watched it and you paid attention, it wasn't so much Pippin. I mean, you could say it was. Because Pippin said, no, we need to go this way. But he had really, like, no idea about it. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't so much fair to say that it was Pippin that did it. It was more along the lines of Treebeard saw what essentially was happening. And, you know, how would you feel if you found out literally your whole race was being killed by by Saruman? Yeah, well, he didn't know Saruman was doing that, and so when Pippin showed him, well, he lost his fucking cool. Yeah. Which is understandable. Right, but a lot of people would argue that you're, you're giving Pippin too much credit. I don't is the think point so. I'm trying to make. Yeah. I get that. Now, one of my favorite scenes, and I'm sorry for doing this, but I know you're going to hate me for it, is when they're in Helm's Deep, and Gimli's like, what's happening out there? And Legolas is like, shall I describe it to you? Get you or would box. you like me to find you a box? <laughs> and then and Gimli, Gimli just starts laughing. <laughs> you could tell that's when their friendship. You could really tell that's when the friendship really grew from the first. Well, you know, it's back. you know, it's even even better than that. If you watch the uh, extended version, what really gets them laughing the most about it is the whole thing of uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Gimli uh, is sitting there, and he it, and he's got his axe in it in an Ulakai's head. Oh yeah! And Legolas yes. shoots, and he's like, he was twitching. And Gimli's like, yeah, he's twitching because he's got my axe buried into his head. 
Yep, now it's towards the end because Legolas got a little salty that he got one more than Leg than Legolas. <laughs> oh, I love the competition. I really do. Right. I think another good scene is when because you. It, you get to see Treebeard and all those people talking, and it kind of made light of the situation a little bit, which was kind of needed and in that kind of thing. And it also showed how much Marion Pippin cared about everything going on. Is when Treebeard walks in, he goes, "We have decided, we have discussed it, and you guys are not orcs." And Marion Pippin are like, "That's what you guys were discussing. We need you to join the battle." Right. I thought that was a really good scene because it showed that Marion Pippin, yes, they're comical characters, but it also showed that they have heart, that they really care about this place, that they really care about what's going on, and it's not just another "Hey, look at me, I'm wacky and funny" type of type of characters that people try to do and fail miserably in other movies. Right. Also, fun another fun fact for people who don't know: the guy who played Gimli also voiced Treebeard. Yeah. Some people may know that. Some people may not. I didn't know that until I looked it up recently. Yeah, you would. I like I like looking up shit like that. It's fun. Also, when the, uh, Marion Pippin found the uh, fucking pipeweed in Saruman's uh, little thing. Yep. <laughs> one battle for me. One battle for you. And then when they start giggling and Tree Bear just looks in there. <laughs> the white hand of Saruman. So what scene did you think needed more work than the others? I don't know that there was really any. There was a lot of good, strong points, so I don't know that there is any. There really was, because I'm, I, as you were, as I was asking that, I was trying to think of it, of it, and they all kind of, they all went to one point. There was no scene that so like drew out further than the other. There was no scenes that needed to be drawn back or draw or talked about more in kind of like the Hobbit series. Right. Which you can't say about a lot of movies. Which goes to show how much love and care they went that went into making these movies. And and the CGI was on point for that time for that time frame. It still shows up pretty good. Yeah, that's the other thing too that I was thinking. It's like, you know, for something along those lines, it was kind of impressive. Especially uh, Gollum. Yeah, yeah. How they did Gollum was interesting, but what are the questions you got? Um, I'm trying to think of a good one to ask here. <laughs> Anything to do with Smeagol was actually pretty good too. Smeagol was good. I like how they entered. 
not even so much questions. I'd say we're just going to talk about it, to be honest with you. Yeah. But that being said, I did like how they did... Uh, I, w- I don't want to say CGI, but... How they did the Rohirrim was great. I thought that was very phenomenal. Yeah. Um... I liked, because I can't remember if it's the second one or the third one, but Peter Jackson, the guy who directed it, stated that in the battle scene, one of the battle scenes where they're charging down, he wanted anyone who has read the books to be in the front. Yeah. Which I thought was amazing. It was phenomenal. Oh, and Christopher Lee, when he was alive, would read the Lord of the Rings. Uh, that, 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 I'm going to stop you right there. You're going to say his fucking name right, right now. Sir Christopher Lee? That's what I fucking thought. Oh. <laughs> Sir Christopher Lee would read... You will not disrespect that man. <laughs> because he is one of the only, th- only, only people that... Was in a fucking like metal Christian or a Christian metal band, I believe. He was in a rock band. Yep. He fought in what one of the world wars. World War Two. He was a Nazi hunter. And and he played a very iconic role, and he was knighted. So I will not have you disrespect that man on my fucking watch. Do I make <laughs> myself understood? Yes, ma'am. Um, I will fucking kill you. Bring it, bitch. Uh, <laughs> Don't tempt me, motherfucker. He would read the book books every single year. Like, L- the Lord of the Rings books every single year. Which I thought was cool. And he loved those series. He was a huge fan of J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh, yeah. Hands down, yeah. I also like the fact that he uh, corrected Peter Jackson, too. That he what now? Well, in the scene where Saruman gets stabbed, Peter Jackson wanted him to sc- uh, like scream or something like that. And Sir uh, Christopher Lee goes, have you ever stabbed someone? Do you know what sound they make when they get stabbed? Because I know. And they don't scream. They exhale. And he, had to, he corrected him. That's right. I do remember that. Christopher, Sir Christopher Lee was just... An all-around badass. He is Chuck Norris's hero. <laughs> yeah, for all those people that do that whole Chuck Norris bullshit. Like the man was in a lot. The man was a legend. He was. He was very good. He was a very phenomenal actor too. He really was. I even think because so. uh, Christopher Lee played Saruman. Hey, 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 what are we talking about? I said Sir Christopher Lee. I just heard Christopher Lee. <laughs> you heard, well, you heard fucking wrong. I said Sir Christopher Lee. He, uh... He was also in a very, very iconic role, too. Not just the Saruman. It was either... No, no, it was Gandalf. Believe it or not, also was Magneto. Yeah. Yep, he was Magneto. Which I thought was a very iconic role. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. Boom. Boom. Um, we've covered the tossing the dwarf scene, which was hilarious. It really was. Also, um, when Gimli put, tries on the uh, chain mail and he goes, it falls to the ground. It's a bit tighter on the midsection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but that always makes me chuckle. I don't know why. Um, I'm trying to think what other wasn't very good highlight points. Helm Steve Gimli blowing the horn I thought was great, and Gimli's speech when they're in the like dining hall. Yep. Of basically like why not ride out and meet them? Yeah, that's right. That was a good scene. It was a fantastic scene. It really was. Like, that entire scene leading up to the battle and then after was still amazing. Oh, hell yeah. Hands down, hell yeah. And I'm looking forward to the Gondor calls for aid scenes. Oh, in the third one? In the third one. Gondor calls for aid. Yep, and, and what they say? Rohan will answer? Yep, and Rohan will answer. Yep. My favorite scene, I know we can't talk, uh, well, I won't t say much about it, but in the third one is when he tries to, when the dude tries to set his son on fire, and Gandalf just knocks him the fuck out. Yeah, that's in the third one. Yep. So I would suggest you shut the fuck up. <laughs> All sorts of good scenes. Uh, ooh, another good scene is um, the Dead Marsh scene. Okay, you're getting into the third one, dude. No, that's in the second one, the Dead Marsh, when uh, Frodo, uh, Samwise, and, Frodo and Samwise are being led by uh, Smeagol, and Frodo falls. Yes, that's right, because they're on their way to Osgiliath, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they're on their way to Mordor. And... Yeah, I can't remember if that was before or after they went through Osgiliath. I think that was before. Because a little bit after that, I think that's when they were caught by um, Boromir's brother. Faromir. And I liked how uh, Faromir kind of got some sense knocked into him with uh, Samwise, because Samwise was like, you want to know how your brother died? He tried to steal the ring. And he's all like, oh, so this ring is evil. Yeah, Faramir was one that was, like, never much for the ring. Like, it didn't really have anything to do with the ring. Yeah, he just wanted to try and get his father's affection and show his, get his father to say, hey, I'm proud of you. What? Well, it wasn't exactly the grandest idea. No, his father was also a dick. Yes, he was. Yeah. Anytime Smeagol saw, saw, uh, sang with that was pretty good, too. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Pertotals. What is it? Boy, them, smash them, stick them in a stew. Give me a fish. Give me a raw wriggling. 
<laughs> yeah, that was that was dirty. <laughs> Knowing him, that was fucking dirty. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. How one... he did that was so dirty. It was fucking wrong. There's only one way you eat these. You ruins it. You ruins it. How Smeagol yeah, wow. uh, had a fight with himself. And yeah. For a while until he... I Actually, I got one question. If they weren't captured by Foromir and his people, do you think Frodo could have saved Smeagol? Cause... That's a hard one to answer. So as I was watching that, I was starting to think, I'm like... If they if if they didn't capture Smeagol and did the things they did, I don't think um, Gollum would have came back into his head and been able to do all that shit. And I think that would have directed the story way differently. So that's yeah, it's possible. It's hard to kind of answer that, to be honest with you. It really is. Like, it was a really good movie, hands it really, down. It really was. Is there any sort of points you want to add? Um, if you haven't watched it, fucking watch it. What the hell are you doing? Um, if there's any other points, I would, um, I would say, well, again, watch the fucking movie if you haven't. Read the books. Yeah, I would definitely recommend reading the books. Uh, yeah, I would recommend reading all the books because they do cover points. That's not in the movie because J.R. Tolkien wrote a lot. and Some of that shit gets dry. Holy crap. But it's all for the story. And... You get a f feel for other stuff it, that you don't get in the movies. Pay attention to some of the stuff that in the movies. Because uh, also pay attention to some of the stuff because some of the stuff I'm pretty sure they had to come up with because of some of the stuff that's still good, like to this day. Like back in the day, uh, how they did uh, Gollum was still pretty new, I think. Motion capture, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was before they put uh, Andy Serkis in the mocap suit. Actually, I think that was... I think that's... I think uh, that was Andy Serkis in the mocap suit. I think it was still new. He, yes, he was. But I think before that, they were doing... Or, no, never mind. Yeah. Because I think... I think the Lord of the Rings were... Was... I think... I don't know if it was one of the first, but I know it was mocap was early back in those days because that's early two thousands, way early two thousands. Uh, I think earlier than that because I think the Lord of the Rings originally came out before two thousands. Uh, I, th I think the first one came out in Lord of the. Can't fucking spell. I know uh, 
some of their scenes were shot in like Montana in New Zealand okay Lord of the Rings and sorry go on and believe it or not the whole cast was actually somewhat sad and depressed and how the with the movie ending like yeah. they didn't want it to end yeah Lord of the Rings Fellowship came out in two, uh, December 19th 2001 Lord of the Rings the Two Towers oh came, yeah, yeah, yeah Lord of the Rings Two Towers came out December 16th 2003 uh, ooh, excuse me where the fuck is Lord of the Rings release date return of the King release date Okay, yep. December and then uh, December twenty December sixteenth, two thousand three is when Return of the King came out. Which has an iconic scene we will talk about in the next one. Yeah. Yes, it has a lot. So many iconic scenes in there. Well, and so many facts that you don't know about unless you watch the extended. I mean, I'm saying I'm not saying don't watch the theatrical version. The theatrical version is good, but to see a lot more, check out instead, check out the extended version. Yeah, if you haven't watched it, I would say watch both the, watch both of them. Watch the theatrical and watch the extended so that way you can get a scene, a feel for what they put in. All the extra stuff they put in. Because there's so much, so much stuff can happen in a couple seconds that adds to the movie that you didn't know about. And you really get a feel for that kind of stuff. Especially when you watch first the theatrical, then the extended version. We got to grow up and watch them in theaters, the theatrical version, and then we then we watched the extended version. If you ever get a chance to watch them, watch it on the big screen. I would fucking do it, by the way. Yeah, hands down. Nothing better than watching the Riders of Rohan charge down to the battle on a big ass screen. <laughs> Ain't that something, huh? <laughs> sitting there watching Gandalf the White just charge down with him, and you're sitting there going, "Yeah." Oh, all those scenes were amazing. Like, they were good. It's never it, you, like it gets. It doesn't really get. The movie doesn't really get dull. No, I I used to get made fun of for watching that movie like fifty sometimes. Like I said, you're the everyday nerds resident uh, Lord of the Rings lore person. Well, yeah, I mean, I could talk about Morgoth, I could talk about the Numenorian race, I could talk about uh, Celebrimbor from, that's who I was going to mention in the first one, but I forgot his name, Celebrimbor, who in Shadow of War created the rings. Okay. And he was the main elf in Shadow of War and War of Mordor. Okay. And he's kind of the person you find out is kind of the guy behind the scenes who made the rings. Because you never know who made the rings. Yeah, you really don't. Unless in, this, in that game, you find out it's Celebrimbor that basically made the rings. Yeah. 
but I could talk about Morgoth. I could talk about uh, Sauron's master and how Sauron fell. I could talk about the Numenorian race. I could talk about, like, I could talk about hours upon hours upon hours of the Belrock and how a lot of people felt that it shouldn't have been added. Like, not even so much it shouldn't have been added. More along the lines of what pissed, I think, a lot of people off was the Morg or the Belrock using a whip. I don't even remember if he used a whip in the books. But some of the stuff like that, you know, yeah. I could talk about. There was Shelob, and there was actually a giant, a bigger spider. Yep, I remember reading that in the Similarian, how it ate itself. Yes. You know, all these, these creatures that you never saw or knew about. Yeah. I could talk about a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I'm more excited to talk about Aragorn and Legolas and Gimli and their backstories and their lore. I do plan to eventually talk more about Morgoth after I do a little bit more research with that. Yeah, we'll have to do one. We'll have to do a Lord of the Rings lore episode one day. Yeah, I'll have to really study up on it. Because I would love to. I would love to do some Lord, of, uh, not Lord of the Rings, but I would love to do some uh, lore stuff that I know about. Well, I, one of these days we could probably do a. A Doctor Who episode. Yep, Doctor Who's really because that amazing. would be that would be a nerdy topic to talk about. I don't give a fuck what any of the viewers or listeners say or listen. Doctor Who is nerdy. Doctor Who's if you wanna, if you if you don't say, if you think not, we will fight you, especially global. Yep, Doctor Who is definitely nerdy. Cause... But any woozy. But any who's and what's it. If you guys like our content, um, like, share, subscribe, follow. Um, if you guys want to see more content, don't be afraid to join our pot. Don't be a don't be afraid to join our Discord. Uh, like and follow us on Facebook. I was thinking about adding a Instagram and a Twitter for you guys to chat with us, and uh, we could share and post shit. Comment down on uh, the YouTube stuff that we talk about. You know. Uh, interact with us, see other stuff you guys want want us to talk about, um, all the shit like that. Hit us up uh, if you guys want us to, on Discord. If you guys have any ideas for episodes, uh, this is Global Outcast signing off, and that is my lovely co-host. Sam. Will you just shut the fuck up and hurry up and end this shit for fuck's sakes already? <laughs>